everyone, and welcome to the Learn to Lead podcast brought to you by Ability, an experiential learning company based in beautiful Austin, Texas. I'm your host, Matthew Confer, and today on the show, we have Allison St. John and Christina Rowe, founders of the Remote Leader Project. Thanks so much for joining us today, Allison and Christina. So Allison, I'm going to go ahead and start off with you. Can you um, tell me a little bit about why you both partnered up to found the Remote Leader Project? Yeah, so there was ultimately a need. There was a need in the world years ago, um, a little over two years actually at this point at the time of our recording, is uh, that I was working remotely, Christina was working with dispersed teams, and we saw that people just weren't mastering uh, remote leadership and leading teams long distance, and that um, there was a lot getting lost in that distant gap, um, and that was anything from meaningful connections to um, really clear communication, and then ultimately, at that time, a couple of years ago, a lot of the remote workers were being forgotten. And um, so we just really said, something has to be done. And so it's a combination of both of our skills together. And this is something I think that's also just sort of shaped myself as who I am as a leader is that it's not a singular event. Uh, leadership is a individual journey, but involves many people. And that it was the combination of both of our skills together that ultimately we're going to be uh, the powerhouse that's going to provide a solution to the need that we were seeing. And those skills are connected to um, instructional design, leadership development, um, virtual facilitation. It was a combination of all of those things together that um, was going to provide a, a solution. I love that. Um, so Christina, you guys um, talk about and you're very uh, diligent and deliberate in how you talk about thriving in remote work. And you talk about it in terms of creating and sustaining virtual connections. So you're very deliberate about that word thrive. Why do you guys think it's so hard for many of us to thrive in remote work? I think for a long time, remote work was an afterthought or it was thought of as only when absolutely necessary. Hmm. And when you're doing something as kind of a last ditch effort or just to barely make something work, um, it's hard to look at it as thriving, right? Then it's just coping. And what we wanted to really get people in the mindset of was actually we need to look at the benefits of working remotely. We look, need to look at how that can make people connect on a deeper level because it requires more intention. And so to really thrive in any part of our lives and work, we always have to be putting a lot more intention and awareness and mindfulness behind it. You have to have the intention of building specific skills. You have to really drive specific connections. You have to select who you want to really be your confidants and sounding boards in the workplace when it's remote because you have to seek them out. It's not just who happens to be sitting in the cube next to you or who you fill your coffee cup up at the same time. So it takes a lot more of that drive forward and really thriving to us is feeling successful and connected within the role and being able to continue growth no matter where you are or how much distance is between you and a peer or your manager or um, your CEO. 
So if there was, if there was just one thing that you wanted to leave people with that maybe you wanted to say, Hey, if you change this one thing about how you approach remote work, it might not fix everything, but this would be the first thing that we notice about our clients, our partners, our friends. Do you have that one thing that you're just like, wow, it surprises us that, that everybody struggles with this one component of remote work. I would say that, um, to me, it's intentional connection to find people that you would want to be connected to and set up things like 15 minute coffees once a week. Um, and they can be impromptu. They can be over a chat or shooting each other an email and saying, you know, Hey, I'm going to make a new coffee in 10 minutes. You want to hop on in 15 and just catch up on life other than work. I think the thing that, um, surprises me is that people will feel really disconnected instead of changing the behavior. They continue the behavior and they keep feeling more and more distant from other people on their teams or um, from their managers and leaders. And often it's because we're too focused on just the work piece and not on building our relationships with other people who we're meant to trust and use as their own experts in their area of work. And to do that, you have to be building that trust in this human beings that takes getting to know them a bit. So I, I find the, the topic of remote work fascinating, but I also find it fascinating that you guys have created a new company, um, built a business around it. Was there a defining moment in kind of getting you to the place that you are today um, with the business that you can tell us about? I think that um, one of the defining moments was probably when we realized we were so on the same page. Um, Allison had just moved back to Denver from Australia and I was hitting this point with a lot of teams I was working with where I was trying to figure out like, how do I get them to consider their remote work workers and employees and team members as a whole person? Um, and we were on a walk and Allison brought it up and I just kind of stopped dead in my tracks and looked at her and was like, same. <laughs> like, this is driving me crazy. And so she really then kind of led into speaking about, you know, looking at how do we also reach people who are so remote and talking about, you know, it couldn't be just consulting. It couldn't be just um, coaching. It needed to really reach in a lot of different ways and also include a lot of online courses so that they were really accessible to maybe those managers or leaders who did feel really removed or siloed. Yeah. Underneath all of that ultimately is um, where personal purpose met the larger world need. And I know that there is a, an incredible quote of someone who said that much more eloquently that is escaping me at the moment. Um, but that I think is the defining moment when you're able to have um, the the greatest Venn diagram of overlap, where where their interest, the need, the skill set um, is is all aligning together um, in flow with what so many other people are looking for. I love that. And what does flow work look like for you guys? You guys run a remote work um, company focused on how to make us all better at something that this this, this valuable skill. You both work remotely. How do you guys manage your business and stay sane, stay successful business partners while operating completely remote? Well, it requires constant evolution. And that is because everything is always changing. Um, so I think it's finding the sweet balance of 
what ultimately works for us too. You have to honor, when working remotely anywhere with anyone, you have to honor you, your personal style and your schedule um, and your family life because that's, that's where you're coming from. That's your foundation. And then you have to be creative in how to be able to blend and mold with whoever it is that you're collaborating with. And then this is the beauty of remote work is that you can also then step into asynchronous, asynchronous collaboration, being able to do things, um, you know, off the clock from one another and still coming together and doing it on the clock with one another. And so we've, um, you know, started with one path. We've made changes to others. We've always taken pauses to self-reflect, to say what's working, what's not. Um, for me, my personal life has changed. My family has grown. And so that changed our working dynamic also. And same thing with Christina. She's got um, various travel um, obligations and, and family life as well. So all of that has to take into consideration. So I think the thing that helps us work the best is actually when we consider each other holistically also, and that we take into consideration everything that the other person is, is, has in their life. And then we um, clients and contacts about being outcome focused and being truly results oriented. And that's what we also do is just making sure that we're aligned with what do, what do we agree upon that needs to be the outcome that we're producing for this day, this week, this month. Um, and then just stay focused on that so that we allow each other to be able to, to deliver in whatever time and um, method works best for each of us, but that we've agreed upon what actually needs to um, needs to be delivered. And how has the business changed for you guys over the time that you've been doing it so far? What, what's been a big surprise in how clients have been receptive or how has what they've requested or what they're struggling with with remote work actually changed the way you guys have approached them? I would say that um, when we first started, it was often that we had to have the conversation of that even convincing people how much remote work can actually benefit the organization, that it wasn't just a benefit to the person who um, maybe didn't want to move to that city, but was really talented in the area they were hiring for. And over time, it's been that organizations start to see that it can actually be their competitive edge because they can reach talent much further away. Um, they can really invest in it and that it creates a lot of um, long-term loyalty with people if it's done right. If we go back to that idea of thriving in it, if you are helping your team thrive in it, they feel really committed to doing it and they find a lifestyle that ties in with it um, that really helps them to want to stay and want to accelerate it. and they can still feel deeply connected to the organization that they're working for. And I think that mindset shift has been something we've really worked on and we're now starting to really see um, as time goes on is kind of past like the tipping point, which is really exciting. That's awesome. And do you guys think back to um, a moment where if at the beginning of this journey from starting a company, um, what you wish you would have known, or if you could tell that, that self back in the, in the past, I wish we would have done this, or I wish we would have done this differently. This is what we would have um, made a change. I would have said, hey, former Allison and Christina back in the day, just continue to trust yourself because you're, you're on the right path. 
Um, so keep going. Um, I think we we always have. I think there's been times though where we've paused momentarily to just um, really take a look to be able to try to get um, you know more feedback to really get that validation. But you know our gut and our purpose was telling us the you know the true path years ago. And so it was like, you know, just to really settle into that trust of what that message was, um, I think would have just helped moved us along just a smidge further. But we're, we're right where we are meant to be. Um, it's just about being able to truly listen to the ideas that we had initially. All right. So let's, let's pivot a little bit and talk um, maybe about actual remote work. So if I was coming to you and I've spent my entire career in an office, never worked from home, always had that routine, um, what would be the first couple of either questions you would ask me or suggestions that you would make so that I could really thrive if I was thrust into a remote work um, situation? Yeah, I would say make sure that you're setting expectations and boundaries around the work that you're doing. Um, expectations around how you're going to communicate with your team, how frequently, um, expectations for yourself that you're not going to, you know, ruminate on things too much without asking for clarity. Um, you know, when we're all in our own places, one of the um, kind of double-edged swords can be, we can think other people understand what we're feeling or what we're um, frustrated about in the work, but really we have to remember that we have to create that transparency. And that often comes with having video on during calls so that people can use their empathy to read your emotions um, or see your reaction or see if you're feeling really flustered. And so being able to connect with other people and be transparent about how you're experiencing the work and then boundaries like being at home doesn't mean that you have to work until 9 p.m. every night. Um, you should have some boundaries around getting up and going to make the lunch or eat lunch and you know, at maybe at five, go for a walk every day so that you get some fresh air and then it helps you with creating a ritual around an endpoint in the day. Um, but boundaries so that you really are taking good care of yourself in the process too. Um, and expectations about how you want to connect with other people. That's what remote work, um, you know, promises the space of flexibility, of autonomy, of being able to really make some changes and a, a work environment that can really serve you because you're getting a lot of other options outside of having to show up at a, a brick and mortar building, um, you know, being in a cube and some of that structure. Um, and so with that Freedom comes great responsibility or discipline in another sense that um, you, at that start, you need to set that time to setting those expectations and those boundaries requires some discipline to create new habits, to evolve things that perhaps you were doing in the workplace, in an office that you want to maintain. So you now need to creatively think about how to put them into the remote space, into your home environment um, and or how to be disciplined in breaking habits that no longer will serve you in the remote space in your work environment at home. And so um, there's just a big transition that can occur when you're, if you formerly were working in an office, but setting those expectations and those boundaries are really what's going to help you the most to get through that transition. Hmm. 
So this is obviously a, a podcast about um, leadership and, and whether you were talking about somebody who is leading you remote or in person, but let's tackle um, remote. If you both you know, just found out that you were working with a brand new leader and let's say that they were going to remotely manage you, um, what would be the one trait that you would really want that leader to have? What do you think lets somebody excel and, and in your words, thrive? What, is there that one trait that you should have when you're leading others in the remote space? I think there are a lot of traits. I don't know if there's just one, but um, I think one that does come to mind that's going to be helpful is a kind of macro thinking mindset or a, a, a larger thinking mindset, specifically when you can't see them. Because the trap is if I, if I don't see them, I don't trust them, or if I don't see them, you know, out of sight, out of mind. And so without that potential, kind of literally visual constant there, a leader needs to really be able to think on a much larger scale um, by using, you know, the, the tools that are available to them, but both about their teammates, all of their teammates, the folks that they're leading, and the business, the business strategy, um, what are the goals, what needs to be happening, and so just really being able to use tools that are available to you to think about that larger vision as opposed to um, just relying on perhaps literally in-person FaceTime across someone to be able to think about them and understand, you know, what they need or what they're working on. I would also add, I really like what Allison said, I would also add as kind of a foundational piece um, that it really needs to be that they are either have or are really working on developing within the working relationships, transparent two-way conversation. So high communication and giving their team the opportunity to buy in because really when you're starting with a new leader and maybe a new team, um, you're building your culture. You're building that, that culture of how you work together and so you want to make sure that you're leaving space for people to buy in um, and for people to be part of the conversation along the way. I absolutely love that that whole idea of of buy in, and um, and we're gonna have to to shift to the the final two questions of the day, which are which are rapid fire in nature. So I'll start with you, Allison, with uh, question number one. Uh, question number one for us is: if you could describe your leadership style in one word, um, what would that be? Connected. Okay, Christina, what about you? Collaborative. All right. I love it. Two C's. And then the, uh, the last rapid fire question is this. What's the best piece of advice that you have ever received? Um, I was told actually from a book. So this is the advice given to me that hurry cannot coexist with love. Hmm. I love that. And Christina? The best advice I ever was told was to trust my gut more because I knew and was trained a lot more um, in different skills than I had ever given myself credit for. Well, I just want to thank you both um, for joining us today. Um, where can guests find out more about you and about your wonderful company? Remoteleaderproject.com uh, is our hub as well as on LinkedIn. Perfect. And I want to thank all the listeners for joining us today. You can find me on social media at Matthew Confer, and you can find 
our organization, Ability, that's A-B-I-L-I-T-I-E at Ability.com, where we will have full show notes for this episode and all other episodes. We've loved the feedback so far, and if you're interested in getting in touch, please send us an email at hello at Ability.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love a rating and review in your podcast app of choice. And we truly appreciate if you share your show with our network. Be sure to describe so you get our next episodes. And I want to thank you all for joining us on the Learn to Lead podcast.